0: So let me pray and then I'll I'll kick it off. If y'all will pray with me, pray that the Lord will help me to, to speak what he has shown me. Pray that the Lord will help me to be able to process it and get it from his voice to my heart and out of my mouth into your heart. So Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the revelation that you have given. I thank you for your voice that has spoken. I thank you for your hope, I thank you, Father, that you are always very near to the brokenhearted. We turn our hearts to you. We choose faith. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so um, let me go ahead and get started. I'm going to talk about um, something, a season that we are actually in the middle of right now. And if you know much about the Jewish calendar and Jewish history, you will know that the season we are in right now is called Between the Straits. If somebody wants to type that in in the comments. Between the Straits, S-T-R-A-I-T-S. And it refers to a very narrow place, um, a place of contractions, a place of pain, a place of um, hardship for the Jewish people. But before I even talk about that, I just wanna bring up, thank you, Casey, I wanna bring up seasons. So right now we are in what is called the dog days of summer. It is hot. For those that are like my husband who wish it was hunting season year round, he loves the fall, he prefers the the chilly, Air. He he prefers the cold over the hot any day. he He just tolerates summer. And as soon as we move into June, he's asking for cold weather. But hey, no matter whether or not he likes summer, he knows summer is coming. It doesn't matter whether or not you like winter. You know that winter is a season, whether you like it or not, you can fight it, you can try to ignore it, you can try to avoid it, and that's, that's what I would consider really foolish, or you can dress for it and you can prepare for it. So since we're in summer, I'll talk about, talk about the, the summer season. So we can't change whether or not the summer season is coming and is here, it's coming, we know it's coming every year. It rolls around every year and right now we are in it. So since we can't fight it, since we can't avoid it, since we can't run from it, then what do we have to do? We have to prepare for it, dress for it, okay? Prepare for it and dress for it. And why do I say dress for it? Because when you go out in the sun, yes, you may want to wear um, short sleeves, but if you're gonna be working in the sun all day long, chances are you're gonna have on some kind of long sleeve SPF shirt that's going to protect you. You need to dress for the season, prepare for the season. All right, so what I'm going to talk to you about tonight, or not tonight, today, is a seasonal thing. It is a season that we're in, okay? So if you're taking notes, write down season. It is a three-week period every year, a three-week period. I'm getting notifications, so... It starts on the 17th of Tammuz, which is in the Jewish calendar, 17th of Tammuz to, and I, I know I don't say these Jewish words um, all the way right. I've listened to how to say them, but then I, when I'm talking, I really can't remember. And the 9th of Av, okay? So the 17th of T-A-M-M-U-Z to the 9th of Av, A-V. Now I know that doesn't make any sense to you, except it's that same time for the Jewish calendar every year. So, you can type in Google, when is the 17th of Tammuz? And you're going to find out for 2023, it was July the 6th. And the 9th of Av is um, July the 27th. It's 21 days, okay? So, there's a 21-day season that either we can prepare for it, oh... Happy birthday, Andrea! Good good news for you. It won't fall <laughs> on um, between the straits forever. It's 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 different every year since their calendar is a little different. But it's usually always in July. Sometimes, yeah, it's usually always in in July. So um, since we can't fight this season, the best thing we can do is prepare for it, watch for it, dress for it. Okay. It is called Between the Straits, as Casey was talking about. Let me give you some history on Between the Straits because I said this is a Jewish thing, but if you know, why do we study the Bible? Because we learn so much from the the Jewish people, God's chosen people. So let me tell you some things that happened um, during the Between the Straits period. Historically, historically, these three weeks... They are the lowest point for Jewish people. This is what happened on the first day of Between the Straits was when um, they made the golden calf. That was on the 17th of Tammuz. Then on the 9th of Av was the same day that the 12 spies came back from Um, looking into the promised land, and they gave a bad report. Ten of the twelve spies gave a bad report. So in both of these, with the golden calf and the twelve spies, what did they do? They chose to walk in unbelief. They chose disbelief. They chose the report of unbelief. With the golden calf, they chose to take matters into their own hands. This is the time that Aaron listened to the people and allowed the people to lead him while Moses was in the presence of God rather than Aaron leading the people. So it's a time where leaders, uh, where the leader turned his back on God and turned to listen to the people rather than following God and leading the people. Like I said, it's a time where the 10 out of 12 spies brought a bad report and on the brink of the promised land. God literally showed it to them on the brink of the promised land. They chose disbelief instead. So this is that same period. Let me tell you some other things that have happened in history during this three week period of Between the Straits. The first temple was destroyed during this time. The second temple was destroyed during this time. It's when the Jewish people went into exile. And it's when the Holocaust took place. So this is, it's a very spiritual thing. It's a season. It is a season that we can't avoid. We can't run from. But the best thing we can do, and we will be wise, and I'm kicking myself for not preparing us for this ahead of time. But the best thing we can do, the wisest thing we can do is prepare for it. And dress for it. What do I mean by dress for it? Dress our minds. Dress in the armor of God. Helmet of salvation. Breastplate of righteousness. Shoes of the gospel of peace. Shield of faith. Picking up the word of God. Prayer. Dress for it with the armor of God. So let me look at my notes here and show you some things. Now, um, the Jewish people today, they kick off this season with a fast, and they end the season with a fast. They know, they know they can't change the season. Therefore, the best they can do is prepare for it, dress for it. It's a time of mourning, it is a time of fasting, and it is a time of repentance. Now, when we know this season is coming, then we are vigilant. We, We are watchful. We, we guard our minds. We guard our thinking. Why? Because during this time, we are presented with a choice. Usually, very often, this season is a time that is just on the brink of the promised land for our lives. Just on the brink of newness of life and breakthrough. In fact, I'm going to read you something from a Jewish woman. It's a blog that she wrote So if you have been facing some things in the last three weeks since July the 6th, just know it is spiritual, it is seasonal, and there is a much bigger picture to it. There's a much bigger picture for us to be a part of, but there is also the opportunity for us to side with disbelief and unbelief and make some really bad choices and raise up a golden calf in our lives or turn our backs on the promise of God out of disbelief. Okay, so this is um, written by a Jewish woman. It says, in the Jewish calendar, there is a period of time that we call, and I I can't, I don't know how to say this word, B-N-H-M-E-T-Z-R-E-N. It's called Between the Straits which refers to the period of mourning commemorating, commemorating the destruction of the first and second temples. The three weeks start with the fast of the 17th of Tammuz and end on the ninth day of Av, the fast of Tisha Bav. Both of these fasts commemorate events surrounding the destruction of the temples and the subsequent exile of the Jews from the land of Israel. If you look at the Hebrew word for straits, you see that it contains the word czar, T-Z-A-R, which literally means, write this down. It literally means narrow, but it also means anguish or distress. So we are in a season of a very narrow path. It, it, it is between the straights, and the path gets super narrow, which a lot of times can cause us to look to the, the right or the left. It can cause us to, um, to, be a, to feel the, the, the constraining, to feel the constricting, to feel the contracting. What, what does a pregnant woman do when her body starts squeezing its labor? It's painful, and that this this narrow time of pain and anguish is a is a time where we can hit the self eject button and and quickly try to find some some relief. Try to side with whatever voice speaks to us to offer us relief, which usually is not the voice of God, because He sees us through the pain. A lot of times, He does not give us this self eject button where we just get a quick relief uh, and a quick rescue. He sees us through it. It's just like the the three Hooper children. He didn't rescue them from the fiery furnace. He, he saw them through it and he revealed himself and elevation was on the other side of it. So this word, T-Z-A-R, literally means narrow, but it also means anguish or distress. Have you been feeling some distress the last three weeks? I've been speaking to marriages and, and it's not just one or two or three. I have heard of so many marriages that have been battling over the tiniest things, arguments, bickering, can't get on the same page, words twisted. It's just like a whirlwind that has swept into marriages and just like, literally like the Tasmanian devil, just came in like a flood and just bombarded homes and marriages. And and they're like, this makes no sense. We can't get on the same page yet, even though we're trying, we still can't. Like, why are we not getting through this? It's the season. It's the season. We have to dress for it. We need to prepare for it. So when we are in ZAR, T-Z-A-R, I hope I'm saying that right, our vision is very limited. We can't see past the pain and the suffering. Raise your hand if you've been there (laughs) in the last three weeks. We can't see past the pain and the suffering. We feel anguished. We feel distressed. There doesn't appear to be a reason for the pain. We can't see that maybe, just maybe, there is a bigger picture, that maybe, just maybe, there is a purpose for it all. We are caught in a narrow passage, caught in the moment in which we are in. However, When we broaden our vision and we see past the pain, and we understand that there is a purpose, there is a why, a W-H-Y, then we might be in pain. Yes, we're in pain, but we, we won't be in anguish. Okay, so the why. This time next year, Casey and I spoke this morning, I'm going to put it on my calendar. I'm asking her to put it on her calendar so we can prepare you ladies for this season this time next year. Because guess what? Unless Jesus Christ comes back, it's coming. The season is coming. So we might as well prepare for it. How do we prepare for it? We know there is a why to it. But if we don't, then when we face pain, we will let our pain connect us and bring us in into agreement with disbelief and unbelief, and then we enter into anguish. So when we understand the why, then we may be in pain, but we won't be in anguish. We know that we are not alone and that with God's help, we will get through it. Okay, so now let me just scroll on a little more. I'm not going to read this whole, this whole article. We have come to the point where our vision is so narrow that all we feel is anguish when we connect in unity and join in agreement with disbelief. We allow the between the straights time that we are in, the between the straights season to become a time that feels hopeless and never ending. I'm gonna say that again. When we join in with disbelief and unbelief and we make the choice, to get our eyes off of what God is calling us to and the promised land that God is showing us and the promises of God. When we choose, when we make the choice to allow ourselves to, to, to be overwhelmed and overcome with pain and we we begin to agree and come into agreement with disbelief, then this is what happens. We face the time, the season of between the straits. And we begin to start feeling that it is hopeless and never ending. Because we can't see the bigger picture. We get caught up in the pain. We get caught up in the um in the resistance. We get caught up in the giants. If we if we want to go back to the children of Israel, we get caught up in the opposition. And then we feel hopeless and as if. We've got to take another route. Let me keep going. Right now, I'm still reading from um, this Jewish lady, her, her article or her blog. Right now, the times that we are living in feel so hard and difficult. And as the days get closer and closer to the end of Between the Straits and Put this, do you mind, Casey, putting this in um, the comments? The last day is July the 27th. We're coming up on it. And I wish I had talked to y'all about this two weeks ago. But I'm going to just say today, better late than never. had to do a Saturday broadcast because we couldn't put it off any longer. I'm hearing of too many ladies that are battling and they don't understand what they're battling. Okay, so the last day of this season between the straits is July the 27th. Now, remember that day is approaching. Now listen as I read this. Right now, the times that we are living in feel so hard and difficult. And as the days get closer and closer, the morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, The suffocation, how many of you felt like a suffocation? The tightening intensifies. But these very painful moments are the times in which our Jewish brothers and sisters, they call them birth pangs. Birth pangs. Now this last time I looked was a ladies group. What is something that ladies know about That men don't know about. And that is called labor and delivery. Labor and delivery. We get pregnant with a promise. Congratulations to our newest fight time team um, leader. Yeah, I say team leader because she's just joined um, doing our, I can't think of the right word. I'm just going to call it fight time team member. Kelly Romero. I think she's done two broadcasts so far, so far. She's our newest. Congratulations to her because she has a baby on the way. We are so excited. We just found out last week. So, Kelly, I finally got to tell somebody that didn't know about it. Kelly is having a baby, and we are so excited. And right now, what are we doing? We are celebrating, celebrating, celebrating. She's got a promise that's coming. It's so exciting. And um, this is a promise from God. This is life from God, and the enemy can't. Kelly, I see you just hopped on. I just told the whole world that you're having a baby. Or the whole the whole fight time world. So congratulations, she just hopped on. So we're just, we're really excited because this is God's baby and the enemy cannot steal it. And we are celebrating, 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 celebrating. But in, after around 40 weeks, after around 40 weeks, what's going to happen to Kelly, her body is going to enter into something called labor and delivery why because it is time for the promise to be revealed oh god do you feel that it is pr- and i'm not talking about Ke- uh, kelly anymore for you, you were given a promise by God, and you got so excited, and you hung on to it, and you celebrated it, and now as we're in the season of between the straits, it is time for that promise to be revealed, it is time for that promise to be birthed, and guess what's happening right before the promise is birthed? It is an intense pain. It is what this lady talks about. It is a squeezing, it is a tightening your body begins to tighten, your body begins to um, go through an intense and intense pain It's called contractions and they hurt so bad. And so many times, women say, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm listening, I'm I'm telling you, ladies, if you have recently said, I can't do this, understand it is just contractions. It is a season that you are in and your promise is getting ready to be birthed and you are facing labor pains. And yes, you are feeling suffocated. Yes, you are feeling like the life is being squeezed out of you. Yes, the pain is intense. And yes, it hurts like everything. But if you could just see the bigger picture, you are birthing new life. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. So let me keep reading. So as we get closer and closer to the end of the season, the morning... The suffocation, the tightening intensifies. But these very painful moments are the times which our Jewish brothers and sisters refer to as birth pangs. Because in birth, a woman might be in pain. But if she can see past the pain and stay focused on her baby, she won't feel anguish. She won't suffer. I'm calling us ladies right now to see past the pain and get your eyes on your promise. Get your eyes on your calling and you won't suffer. Yes, you'll feel the pain, but you'll be dressed for it. You're going to put on the armor of God. You're going to consecrate yourself. You're going to be careful what you listen to. You're going to be careful what you see. You're going to be careful who you're around. Why? Because this is the this is the time where the enemy's going to do his best to get you to come into agreement with him for unbelief and disbelief. It is not a time to isolate. It is not a time to watch any TV show. It is not a time to just listen to anything and everybody. It is not a time to just be around every negative friend. This is a time. To dress for it. Surround yourself with other people that are dressed for this season in the armor of God. Because this is the time of choices. This is the season for choices. And you either choose life or death. You you choose belief or unbelief. And it makes a difference on how this season and what this season, how this season ends and what this season produces. Satan cannot, let's go back to Kelly. Satan cannot, cannot kill the life inside of her that God has given her. That baby that is growing, Satan cannot kill it, but he could cause Casey, excuse me, not Casey. Casey is not pregnant. Let me make that clear. Casey is not pregnant. Kelly, (laughs) I'm sorry, Casey. Satan could try to get Kelly, he does it all the time, to abort her promise. He can't kill it, but he could try to get her to abort it. It's the same thing with this season. He can't steal your promise, but he can sure try to get you to abort it out of unbelief and disbelief. And it worked for the children of Israel. He He was able, he was successful in getting them to abort the mission. They aborted the mission. God said, I'm going to give you the promised land. And Satan couldn't stop it. But instead, he got them to listen to the wrong voices. And they came into agreement with disbelief. And they aborted the mission. Get your eyes on what God has promised you. At the end, what happens? New life. Hope, continuation, and connection. That's what's coming. That is what's coming. Let me keep reading. The hand of God is bringing new life into you at the end of this season. But hang on. Because it is is still the season of Between the Straits. Like labor... This is hard, painful, and long, but every moment of it, every difficult test that you have walked through, every contraction serves a purpose. Every contraction serves a purpose. Somebody write that. Every contraction I'm facing serves a purpose. We clearly see it with Kelly when she's in contra- when she's having contractions it's going to be time we're going to be celebrating while she's hurting because the baby's coming the baby's coming so for your life i'm celebrating even though you're hurting because every contraction serves a purpose We just have to broaden our vision. We have to have faith. And we have to stay focused on the fact that everything happens through the hand of God. Soon the pain will end and a new era, a new life of bliss and redemption will be born. Is it connecting with you ladies? Please tell me it's connecting. Okay, so right now we have got to choose to speak life resist and reject and renounce negative confessions resist reject and renounce negative confessions choose life speak life quit saying what the children of Israel said they said the enemy is too strong for us quit saying that this battle is not too strong for you this battle is not too much for you it is not it is not too much for your god be careful what comes out of your mouth during this season because you're on the brink of breakthrough. So I'm telling you, ladies, I. it didn't dawn on me until this morning that we were um, in the season of Between the Straits. Didn't dawn on me until just now, just this morning while I was talking to my husband. And I'll tell you That while I was speaking to my husband about it, I picked up the phone and called Casey. The Lord revealed something to me that I did not know. So I know this is a long broadcast and I guess I'll apologize for it. But I've got to end with this. Remember, I'm talking about if we can't keep the season from coming, if we can't avoid it, if we can't run from it, then we might as well prepare for it. So... There was a time where many of you, I feel like just about everybody knows my husband's, uh, mine and my husband's testimony that we are a comeback story. We haven't always been pastors. We haven't always, we haven't always had a good marriage. Our marriage absolutely broke. It broke. It fell apart. Yes, we were sitting on a church pew. Yes, our fathers were pastors, but no, we were not walking in our promise. We were not walking in. The things that God had called us to do, and we were not walking in who God called us to be. We were living beneath our calling, and so we were not living under the full blessings of God. And I venture to say at times, you know, my husband will tell you he was completely lost, he was just backslidden. And, um, you know, looking back at who I was, I'm not about to say that I was saved. So, we faced a time of just complete breakdown in our marriage, and it was rough. It was it was so rough, and, and I didn't know what was going on. And so I, today, I looked up the year that our marriage broke and was restored. I looked up the year, and I want to tell you something, ladies. I did not know this until this morning while I was talking to Casey. I looked it up while I was talking to her. The Sunday that Between the Straits ended. I'm going to try to say it very slowly so I don't stutter. And so I make it very clear. Remember, this is a three-week period of time. It is a season that lasts for three weeks. So on the the year that my husband and I were walking through this with our marriage, the last day of the season of Between the Straits. Ended on a Sunday. Okay, it ended on a Sunday on that day. I didn't know it. I didn't know. I had, I had just only heard a little bit about that season, I had not studied much of it. I just knew that it was a time where life can be really, really hard for people. But I, I sure didn't know when it began. I sure didn't know when it ended. So we were at church and church was over. And, um, I remember I was on the platform and my husband had, had already gone out into the lobby. Things were not not good between us. We were definitely in a time of, of mourning and feeling pain in our marriage. And I remember it. I'll never forget it. I remember it like yesterday that my dad stepped up. He was the pastor back then. He, he stepped up to the microphone. I mean, he, he had already preached. We had already had an altar call. He stepped back up to the microphone for the, the few people that were still in um, the sanctuary. And mind you, he didn't know what Jeremy and I were going through. We didn't let a soul know. We didn't tell anybody. We we were so good at faking it. We could put a fake smile on with the best of them. So nobody knew. that our marriage was falling apart. Especially our pastors didn't know because our pastors... Happen to be my parents, and a lot of times that's the last people you want to know, your parents. So they didn't know, but under the unction of the Holy Spirit, the there is a gift of the Spirit that is called prophecy. My dad stepped up and took the microphone, and he said, I feel the Spirit of the Lord telling me to tell everyone in this room that within 14 days. Someone is going to get the miracle they need. Someone has been praying for somebody and within 14 days, your prayers are going to be answered. Well, I knew, I knew something wasn't right. I had been praying for my husband. I I knelt down on my knees on the platform and I came into agreement with that prophecy now understand that is the exact same day that the children of Israel came into agreement with the false prophecy of the ten negative spies, and they they rejected the prophecy of of um, Caleb and Joshua, who said, "Oh, we can we can take the land." So there I was faced with a mountain of marriage breakdown and also faced with a prophecy that said within 14 days, someone in this room is going to receive the miracle that they are praying for. I could have said, that's just my dad. That's just my dad. Or that's for somebody else because what we're up against is bigger than, than anything that, that could be changed in 14 days. But I chose no flowers on my back. It was desperation. I chose. I got on my knees in that moment, and I came into agreement with that prophetic word. My husband and I hopped in the car after church and headed to Broken Bow. And while we were at Broken Bow, everything unfolded. Completely broke. We got on the phone with my parents. We explained everything we were facing. They stepped in to help us in our marriage. It it was from... It was from bad to worse overnight. It broke overnight. And then for like about five days was breaking. So we came back home. And we came home on a Thursday. And on a Friday night. It completely broke. And this kind of breaking this time was breakthrough. I received the prophetic word on Sunday. We experienced the final breakdown all the way until Friday and by Friday night we had breakthrough and the next time we walked back through the doors at church we had a baby we were carrying not physically we walked back into church on the following Sunday a brand new restored marriage and from July that that day in July where the breakdown and the breakthrough came, July the 28th. When, and that was not on Sunday that day, when we walked back in on that Sunday, my husband was a complete different man, and I was a complete different woman. And we have been walking in this promise ever since. Don't tell me this is not a spiritual season. And don't tell me that this word I'm giving you right now is not anointed by God. I had no idea until today exactly what was going on. I'm here to tell you, we are in the middle of a spiritual season called between the straits. And I know your pain and I know your anguish because I faced it because I walked through it. And if you're breaking down, come into agreement with me right now in the name of Jesus, this breakdown is going to bring breakthrough. This breakdown is going to bring breakthrough. We're going to let it break right now in the name of Jesus because we are going to birth this promise. We are going to come into repentance. What broke down? My rotten attitude. What broke down? My husband's rotten attitude. It had to break down so literally we could birth our promise. And yes, ladies, it can happen overnight within a seven-day period. The prophetic word was 14 days, but within seven days, there was a complete turnaround. Okay, so I want you to come into agreement with me right now for whatever pain you're facing, for whatever the giant is in your life. Yes, you are in a season of between the straits, and it might be mental illness, it might be um, intense poverty. I don't know what it is. I'm not, it, it, it may not even have anything that this is not about marriage. This is not only about marriage, it may be your child. You have a child that is lost, whatever. The, whatever the pain is, come into agreement with me right now in the name of Jesus, that your pain is serving a purpose. And with every contraction, the promise is being revealed. And July the 27th, this season comes to an end. Be prepared, ladies. Be prepared. I don't know what you faced, but new life is coming. I lived it. I'm still living it. It doesn't matter where death has tried to set in or unbelief or hopelessness has tried to set in in these last three weeks. New life is coming for you in Jesus' name. Everybody come into agreement with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to close my eyes because I don't want there to be any hindrance that keeps this prayer from being heard. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come with every one of these ladies right now and I say, Lord, I thank you for your revelation. I thank you, God, that even though we cannot push away the season of between the straits, we can prepare for it. And right now, Lord, we enter into we enter into consecration. We enter into repentance. We'll come into a season of mourning. There is a time to mourn. We're not going to try to run from the mourning because if we try to run from the mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, then we run to things to ease our pain, and that's not what you've called us to do. You have said you want to see us through this time. Not for us to try to escape this time. So if mourning is what it is right now. Then we, were, we will mourn for our lost loved ones. We will mourn for the things. For the, the effects of the enemy on our life. And we will repent. And we choose right now in Jesus name. To come into alignment with faith. And we renounce and reject in the name of Jesus. We renounce and reject unbelief. We renounce and we reject in Jesus' name doubt. We renounce and we reject disbelief in Jesus' name. Listen, they saw the promised land and came back and walked in in belief. You have seen a glimpse of the promise. I know you've tasted it. So we renounce and reject in Jesus' name right now. Unbelief and disbelief. We refuse to. We, we, ref, we refuse to continue to walk in disbelief. We disassociate ourselves from the prophecy of doubt and unbelief. We disassociate our, ourselves from that right now in Jesus' name. And we come into alignment and agreement with faith and life in Jesus' name. I rebuke, reject, and renounce hopelessness and weariness in Jesus' name. Labor, ladies contract breathe through the pain breathe through the pain what do they tell you they, they tell you to breathe what is the breath of god the holy spirit Everybody right now, lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, I receive the breath of God into my life right now. Everybody, lift your hands. Lord, we receive the breath of God. We're going to breathe through the remainder of this season. And what are we going to breathe? We're going to breathe in the Holy Spirit. We are going to breathe in the Holy Spirit. And we are going to expel doubt, unbelief, hopelessness, anguish. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, tomorrow night we have a night of refreshing. Casey was hearing the voice of the Lord. You don't need to miss tomorrow night. She was hearing the voice of the Lord as she planned this. She had no idea the season we were in. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. And we have something for the men, too, tomorrow night. Our pastor has called every man, whether you go to our church or not, every man to join together. It's going to be something very spiritual. It's a big deal. So I love you all. I love you all. Understand that with every contraction you're facing right now, your promise is is closer to being revealed than ever before. It's hard to hang up this broadcast. I love you all. Please share this with someone. All right. See you later. Bye.